The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back, processors. This is your week ten recap. Coming a day late, sorry. Uh, had some stuff I, I wanted to accomplish. Trying to in, improve your audio content here. Give you as best of a uh, product as possible. So, that's what I was working on. Good product is cool. Yeah. I mean, I can hear you fine, so that's good. <laughs> that is That is also important. Yeah. That's a start. Yeah, I agree. I thought you were going to use that as a really cool segue into like a product being like a game you watch or something. You know what I mean? We can retry that if you want. Or is the time passed? Take two. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go back in the way back machine all the way back to a distant time uh, Friday evening. You want to make a sound effect here? Um. Zoom. Nice. On the spot. Well done. Uh, I'll let, I'll, <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, I'll let you handle this one. I'll let you kick off the previews here, or the I'm sorry, the recaps here. Um. Okay. Let's. You want to start with the U? Let's do it. Our Miami Hurricanes. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't have uh, the team anymore. we'll touch on that later so our miami hurricanes defeated the north carolina state wolfpack by a score 44 to 41 no type of defense nothing um brian and i were texting during this game and i had said something about some of the throws Derek king is making we're both kind of perplexed like what do we do about Derek king this offseason is he a true prospect is he i mean what is he i'm like you know i don't really know what he is and then he proceeded to throw for 430 yards and five touchdowns what is Derek king brian he is a guy that i desperately would like to see play another collegiate year yeah yeah and if that can't if that can't happen i will point to certain players that are in the NFL right now that you could use them as like your gadget guy, your red zone guy, your like, what did I, I called them Jalen Hurts juiced up. Yeah. Like if a Jalen Hurts, yeah. If he like slammed a whole bunch of Red Bull (laughs) and just like went bonkers, that, that would be D.R. King. Yeah. Yeah. So De'Ara King was making throws at every level of the field with really good accuracy, whether he was flushed out of the pocket, he was creating time out of the pocket, just throwing really nice, accurate throws. He didn't, he showed a lot of poise. He wasn't getting frustrated with the pressure. And then not to mention, he also put up 105 on the ground. Right. Including a huge, huge fourth and one conversion where he took it for like 30 yards or something like that. So, yeah. Deer King had a hell of a game, who also had a hell of a game, mm-hmm. was Mike Harley, yep. the senior receiver. Um, eight catches, 153 yards, two touchdowns. Both of his touchdown catches were absolute dimes from King as well. So, yeah. And Deer King did all this without his probably the most talented player on offense in Brevin Jordan, right. which makes it all the more um, – impressive so and i'm hearing brevin jordan is not gonna be back this week either so really that stinks uh, that's 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 what i'm hearing i'm also hearing kyle pitts is hurt as well yeah yeah so that's not good no also jalen phillips hive stand up come on baby two tackles for a loss one sack 10 total tackles oh Mm -hmm. baby 
Mm-hmm. He looked good. Roche looked good. Um, yeah. Um, Bubba Bolden, quiet night. Quiet night. Other than that, man, the receivers were on top of it. Yeah, they all they all had they all had a touchdown catch. D. Wiggins, Pope, and yep. Mike Harley. Even the backup tight end, Will Mallory, looked efficient. Six catches, seventy-eight yards. He looked really good in the absence of Brevin Jordan. So, right. huge, huge game for the U. They even came in saying that NC State was a tough team, even though they're unranked, and they definitely looked the part. Uh, yeah, Bailey Hockman, the junior quarterback for NC State, had an okay game. Decent. 250 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. N- nothing on the ground. He's not a running quarterback. So, right. yeah, man, all, all around, no type of defense except for Jalen Phillips. Uh, the U came out on top on a high-scoring affair, and it was really, really fun to watch. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was a good way to kick off. Well, is it a kickoff? I don't know. How do you consider the Mac when when Maction's happening and they're playing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays? Are they the back end of our week or do they start the week? They start the week. You think they start the week? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I I, I do want to touch on real quick. Uh, Zonathan Knight, the running back for NC State, he also had uh, a touchdown on the ground and he also had a hundred yard uh, kick return to the house. So. Ooh. I, I did not uh, see he, that one. Yeah, he was pretty explosive as well. Okay. Yeah, King was impressive, man. He really was. I I enjoyed watching him make those challenging throws that it didn't seem like were necessarily in his arsenal. You know what I mean? Right. And then it just seemed like... At least those that like... we didn't see throughout the season. Right, right. And then... It's something we've been talking about for a couple of weeks, and you you said it already that the wide receivers about time, you know, that chemistry, yeah. they they need to start making plays because I think that was the biggest difference, and and why we saw King have such a good night is because he, he all of a sudden he had receivers he could trust, and they were exactly. making plays. So, yeah, good on I mean, your Canes. Even if you go back and look at box scores in the the days, Derek King doesn't have these these big numbers scroll down and look at the receiving. I mean, everybody, but Brevin Jordan, I mean, is not doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So his receiver is starting to step up, starting to click is definitely uh, a big help for Derek King. If Derek King can string along some more games like this, it's going to be really, really interesting come draft season. Yeah. He's very small. That's the one thing I keep going back to. He is. I mean, well, he's he's 5'11", 202". Yeah. But he, he definitely Kyler. looks a lot smaller than he actually is. Yeah, yeah. So. he's Kyler Murray. Yep. Okay, Sting but, but Friday no, night. Decaf Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, decaf. Kyler Murray looks great. Um, This guy looks really, really good, and he is not going to budge from quarterback three for me. Zach Wilson continues to dominate. Uh, his biggest test of the year so far, or at least on paper. I, it's not like I look at Boise as some sort of defensive juggernaut that's going to really trip him up. Um, and even if they were, it didn't matter. Dude's super efficient. He can make every throw to every level. Like you said, he can, um, like you said with Derek King, he was rolling out of the pocket just like him, making throws on the run. There was that one where he rolled out to the right and got like a kind of a running start and just heaved this thing on like a deep post and it was just dropped into the bucket. It was so nasty. And yeah, so BYU rolls um, 51-17 over Boise State, which I I saw I heard a really funny thing today on the radio is uh, Boise State. It's not even a state. <laughs> That made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, man. Zach Wilson's looking ridiculously efficient and just really good doing so. He's at a 75.1 completion percentage right now. I mean, with 220 attempts, uh, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 2,500 yards, 22 touchdowns, two interceptions, a 201 rating on ESPN. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'm kind of with you right now. It's kind of tough to – to say Trey Lance in front of Zach Wilson when Trey Lance has only played a game and he's not going to be playing anything more when Zach Wilson is just lighting teams up. Like, right. 
how do you feel about uh, the Boise State field? Because I don't really like watching that on a TV broadcast. I like it in practice, like saying, like, talk about arenas to play in, stadiums to visit, to see. And I think, like, Boise, yeah, that'd be cool, man. They got that blue turf. But, like, actually, like, sitting down and watching, like, film, <laughs> it's very yeah. confusing. I don't like There's a worse one. I forget who it is. They got a red field, and yeah, they have red just... uniforms. Who is it? Uh, no, I I know oh. I know what you're talking about. I, I couldn't tell you the team. I don't. Oh, that one's horrible. Like it really. I could. I tried watching a player for the the draft a couple of years ago, and I kept like my eyes were burning. My retinas were shot, and I was I just bailed. <laughs> um, speaking so, of so Zach. Ooh, no. okay, go for go it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You want to talk about Zach Wilson a little more? What do you got? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Zach Wilson's boy, uh, Dax Milne, took took a break this week, kind of, and he only had 99 yards receiving. And instead, our boy, uh, Gunnar Romney. Gunnar Romney took the spot for uh, receiving yards. Six catches, 133 yards for the junior receiver. 6'3", 195. Mm-hmm. Big body guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and we got Dax Milne on the other side. He's six foot, almost 200 pounds, so. Yeah, man, Zach Wilson, and the running back Algier. I I don't know how to pronounce it. Algier, Algier, probably Algier. Tyler, Tyler Algier, Algier. I didn't really pay attention on the broadcast how they were saying it. I'll yeah. have to go back and actually pay attention. Algier, yeah. he's having a really really sneaky good season. Hundred carries, seven hundred ten yards, nine touchdowns. That's really really good. That's good for a 6.8 yards per carry. And definitely the same thing against Boise State, 123 yards, eight yards a carry, two touchdowns. But he did have an 86-yard long, so Mm -hmm. oh well. Oh well, indeed. Uh, Nothing of note, really, for Boise. Um, Not a single guy on my radar, really. No. Um, Shakir uh, is their leading receiver. Uh, Let's see. Holy cow, 18 targets, 10 catches, 139, and two touchdowns. So he had, yeah, a good day. So, but not a guy that I'm ready to talk about on the draft. So, I don't have a segue. We'll just say the highlight of the weekend. uh, King's segue is stumped. Yeah. (laughs) It, It happens. Especially because I just... This game just was so fun, so unexpected, and uh, Ryan, Ian Book, did he actually cook? Sure, man. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he. Yeah, okay. Uh, Twenty-two completions, thirty-nine to ten. Uh, thirty-nine attempts, three hundred ten yards, only one touchdown. Um, you know who really did cook was Kyron Williams. Mm-hmm. He cooked. Yeah. And you know who else cooked? All the doctors um, on the Notre Dame campus giving out those COVID tests Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. So if you <laughs> didn't see this game, uh, fantastic game to watch. Like you said, Kyron Williams was the star for Notre Dame. And then really I think the star of the game, though, was I'm going to go for it. DJ Ua Galele. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> He's a five-star freshman, true freshman, um, starting in place of Trevor Lawrence. And this dude, man, it, it seemed like he had been playing college for like three years already. It looks like it, too. Look at his face. Oh, oh the, the facial hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a good goat. It's a good goatee. Grown man. He's uh, so incredibly patient in the pocket, just so calm. He will be a first-round pick. Like, Everyone's like, oh, once Trevor Lawrence leaves, this is our, this is our time. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not. This dude's going to be the biggest fan of the Jets. Like, he's, DJ's yeah. going to be like, come on, Jets. Win. You can win, then then you get a couple of wins, and then another team's last, and they take Trevor, and he's happy, and he actually leaves school, and then it's my time. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, Travis Etienne struggled, man, struggled on the ground. That was the I think the biggest difference in the game. A couple fumbles too. Yeah, yeah. If Travis Etienne and the ground game in whole is more efficient and you know more productive, uh, Clemson wins that game. It never gets to overtime. You know, you limit the possessions for Notre Dame, and I think Clemson rolls. But that's not what happened. The front line of Notre Dame was nasty, man. That D-line was firing off, and they own that line of scrimmage. And it shows right on the box score. Just look at the rushing numbers. Right. <laughs> I mean, yep. in a game with double overtime and you're looking at 35 yards total on the ground. Yeah. As we say, not great, Bob. Not great. Not great. Um. Um. Cornell Powell needs to be talked about. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, everyone's been talking about, you know, Amari Rogers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's time to talk about the other senior receiver now. I think he needs he needs some respect. All right. Respect, nine targets, six catches, 161 yards, and one touchdown. And, yes, we did bring up Amari Rogers. He also had over 100 yards. He had eight catches, 133 yards, no touchdown. But, yes, um, Cornell Powell was – the guy in the receiving game didn't get all the targets. Didn't get as many targets as uh he was third on the team behind Rodgers and ETN, but mm-hmm. definitely a major focal point of the offense and needs to be talked about going forward. Yeah, he had a little toe drag swag on one catch. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um they're very different receivers. I, I like Rodgers a lot. A, like a lot, a lot. Not I think it's because of the value that I think you can get out of him, where he'll be drafted, and where you would use him in an NFL scheme. The guy's very good at finding the soft spots in the zone, mm-hmm. and if you can go into an NFL offense like that, like, dude, you're talking about guys like Cole Beasley and Hunter Renfro, but with juice, like real juice. Right. Yeah, like not right, to take yeah. the shot at our the white slots to the white wide receivers slot receivers too much but yeah. i mean come on guys we know they're good they're good <laughs> but they're not gonna break away yeah rogers can do that he can. um how long have we been saying the kamara and etn comps are like right far there? too long yeah oh wait how far away are we no i'm like can you see any other player not really no um if I actually sat down and tried to think of someone else, I'm sure I could, but no, it's it's pretty hot that it's Kamara, so Yeah. I think it's like the hairstyle too. <laughs> like that helps. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can just see him in the Saints Uni. Yeah, so uh ETN got all of his production through the passing game and um Clemson stumbles. Probably won't they didn't drop out of the top five. So which it, it's it's kind of funny you say that about ETN getting all of his uh, making all his money in the passing game this game because that's the same thing Kamara does. Mm-hmm. If he gets shut down during the run, they're not going to shut him down in the air. So mm-hmm. very very Kamara esque. Yep. So good on Notre Dame. Um, really wasn't expecting them to win the game, but in the fashion that they did, um, kind of on brand. Kind of like they crossed the finish line, like just barely edging out Clemson, and I right. think that's how they had to do it without the best player in the country, right? So. And without the best player in the country, unless you think this guy's the best player in the country, I'm back on track. Nice, uh, nice. Ohio State Buckeyes take down Rutgers, forty nine. 27 and Justin Fields um how many passes has he missed this year I'm serious how many passes has this dude missed this year I gotta look at um, this 11 11 he's got an 86% complete so sorry Zach Wilson you are not the most efficient no <laughs> sorry oh my goodness this kid you know how many picks he's thrown zero you know, he picked he's thrown in his whole career? Three. Bam. Silly. And I bet yeah. one of those three is like a tip pass. 
more than likely, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He's so fun. I don't want him to leave. I mean, obviously, as a Michigan fan, I never root for Ohio State, but come on. You know what's going to be crazy? What? Is that the Giants are going to pass on him uh, and yeah, draft right. Sewell, and then he's going to go to the Jags, and it's just going to be a nightmare. Mm. I don't wish that on anyone. Nope. Don't DJ Chark is hoping for it. Sure. Actually, actually, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to throw some respect on Jake Luton. 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 Jake Gluten. I've been saying Luton. Okay. Okay, back to Justin Fields. Back back to better players. Man, that was quick. Yeah, Jake Luton sucks. Justin Fields is better. All my homies hate Jake Luton. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Jake Luton. Um, Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Led the team in receiving yards. That's cool. Alave had two touchdowns. I mean, of course he did. Do we really have to talk about them anymore? Like, they're good. No, we don't have, they have to. A really good quarterback. Mm hmm. I mean, Trey Sermon finally had a – he put together a good game. It's about mm-hmm. time. I like yep. Trey Sermon. Been better in Oklahoma, but it's whatever. Right. Him and Master Teague are quite the combo. Mm-hmm. Both really big backs. Trey Sermon is six one. Oh my lord! I didn't know he was six one. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, going rate now for running backs. It seems the taller running backs are getting more love. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. So, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Justin Fields is, is really, really good. Like, really, really good. 11 completions on the air. That's amazing. He had six touchdowns, five in the air, one on the ground. I mean, we don't really have to say much. Justin Fields yeah. is elite. He is. He is. He, uh, the whole time that we were doing um, games without the Big Ten in, I kept thinking, and, you know, I think I brought it up to – Joe Marino, or maybe it was Chris, I, um, Trevasso, I don't remember which one, but I definitely was like, man, it sucks not being able to see Justin Fields. It was Chris Trevasso because you said, what's who's the one player you're upset you're not going to be able to watch? Okay, that's it. Good call. And then, yeah, because I was like, I think this dude's going to be the one that bucks the trend of this, the narrative of the Ohio State quarterbacks. Obviously, yeah. Dwayne Haskins is going to be that guy. You know, his first shot is already done. He's going to be on to a new team, and he'll last in the league longer than any other Ohio State quarterback has to date. But he is not this prolific passer that Fields is and will probably continue to be. He's not a gimmick. He's not relying on the RPOs. The reason that he is dominating is because he can hit every throw, and he throws with confidence. He can throw with touch. He can throw with power. He can – it's just – it's not fair. It's not Patience, fair. too, man. I mean, a lot of these quarterbacks are buckling under down this this pressure, like, from these defensive lines, and he's just standing tall and just dropping dimes, man. Yep. Yep. Justin Fields is the real deal. Sure is. Um, so, that you know we've talked about real... – we 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 didn't talk about quarterback one because he didn't play, but we did mention him. Uh, we did talk about quarterback two now with Justin Fields, and we talked about uh, quarterback three with Zach Wilson. Are we about to talk about quarterback four, Kyle Trask? Oh no, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about QB or K sixty five, Jet Toner for Stanford. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to hop over to Jordan. Okay, okay, okay. Jet Toner, your time's coming, so don't freaking worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Patience over there, Stanford. So, I, oh, first yeah, off. Yeah, good. Yes, certified good. Uh, first off, I was correct with the preview show. It is called the Cocktail Party. It is what it is referred to as. Excuse me? The game. Between Georgia and Florida is referred oh, to okay, as the okay, cocktail okay. party. That I got that right That's, last okay. on last show. Just saying. Intriguing. <laughs> I don't know why it's called that. I didn't look that up. Can, but. can we take our victory lap when we said that Stetson Bennett isn't going to do anything this game? Sure. Right, he, did, he did less than nothing. You do the first lap. I'll do the next. Okay. Um, but you know who did do something? 
who we said probably would be doing something was Zamir White. Yeah. Uh, 15 yards carry. Mm-hmm. 15 yards of tote. Mm-hmm. One touchdown. 107 yards. Zamir White. Good at football. Sure is. Stenson Bennett, not. No. Not. No. And right, I don't. Wait, sorry. Back to I, Florida. No, you're fine. Before we leave Bennett, I don't see anything, man. I really don't. Not a thing. Nope. Which stinks because they could have had Justin Fields, and they said, nah. Jake Fromm's our guy. First thought, who's smaller, Stetson Bennett or or Derek King? Derek King? No. No? They have the same height, and Stetson Bennett is 12 pounds lighter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he, if he could add a twelve pounds weight room, arm. son. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so Kyle Trask without um, Kyle Pitts for the whole game, he did play, but he did get hurt. Like it's nothing serious, serious, um, but enough that I think he is going to miss the next game. Real quick, before I forget, could this be a stat, like a stat of like the episode? Sure. The top four leaders in receiving yards all caught every single one of their targets. Is that a stat? Is that interesting? Or that no? is interesting. All four of the top four receiving yard leaders of this game, um, Malik Davis, mm-hmm. Naquin Wright, Kyle Pitts, and Kamore Gamble, all caught every single one of their targets. Yep, 13 and 13. Nice. Okay, two cool. Touchdowns. And two touchdowns, yes. Yep. Look at Kyle Trask out here. Okay. <laughs> he was awesome, man. Yep. He, yep. man. I liked him last year. I remember when he came in relief. I think you told me it was, I thought it was the Kentucky game, but then you told me it was the Tennessee game, I think. It was Tennessee. Yeah. Felipe Franks got hurt. Okay. So, he Kyle Trask came in in that game, and I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. Some juice, some energy, good on him. And he really hasn't looked back since. Kyle Trask was Derek King's backup in high school. Fun fact. Oh, nice. Right. You're on fire tonight, dude. I'm trying. Over there at Manville, Texas. That's in Houston. <laughs> okay. And he's even doing that. Uh, so, uh, st- official stats for one Kyle Trask is 30 of 43, 474, four touchdowns, one pick, one sack. You know, if you're not trying, you know, that's that's how you throw picks. you got to try. So. Yeah. So, does that make Jermaine Johnson the greatest defensive player in Georgia history for sacking Kyle Trask or no? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, cool. Jimmy Johnson, LB1. I was trying to figure out, um, so Tony had a down day, which is unique considering how good Kyle Trask was playing. And I was wondering. Especially you, with 10 targets. Right. Who do you think he drew him? Do you think it was Stokes? I bet it was Stokes. I would almost bet that it was Stokes, yes. Yeah. It's either Stokes or it was either Webb. Not sure which. I didn't. I didn't watch all this game. No, I, I. I. I did not either. Yeah. So that's the cocktail party. I, I don't like that. <laughs> it's what it is. I, okay. Do you want to talk on your Stanford now, or do you want to leave them hanging around for a little bit? I just want to talk about the Stanford kicker. Do it. Um, Jet Toner Man. Not only do you sound like a printer appliance, you. <laughs> Cannot and you got a terrible haircut, my man. Uh, I mean, the really only thing you got going is that you have an amazing education at Stanford. I would like to assume, and sure. you were born and raised in Honolulu, and you're six foot four. So, <laughs> good on you, Jet Toner. Stop kicking footballs, though. Okay. Well, I guess uh, he needs to join the marching band too. He's tied for 129th in field goal percentage at 0.0 percent. Okay. Not good. As they say, not good, Bob. <laughs> not good. Oh, that is an awful haircut. Brutal haircut, huh? Yeah. 
Got toner. All right. Okay, we, we, we'll we come back to Stanford, Oregon in a bit. Okay. Instead, we will go over to Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Uh, tough game to watch. I watched as much of this as I could. I had some things I was doing, so wasn't full focus, but it was definitely the third game, I would say, as much as I watched. Obviously, I watched way too much. I zoned out. What game were you talking about? Hmm? What game were you talking about? Okay, State, Kansas State. Okay. So, Spencer Sanders, we've been hyping him, right? Yeah. Yeah, Spencer Sanders, Hive. He is not good. Yeah, we look bad. We look dumb. You know who doesn't look bad? Our boy LD. (laughs) LD Brown, man. Right. Chuba better step up. Well, Chuba got hurt. Did he get hurt now? He did. He did. Okay. Sorry, Chuba. I take that back. Yeah. Not serious. Game. But yeah, he was he was banged up. Um. So you're right. You know, Brown, great day on the ground. Fifteen one ten. You know, no touchdowns. Um. They saved that for a wide receiver. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Um, I don't see Wallace anywhere here. Yeah, I don't see him either. He wasn't hurt. He played. Uh, Did he get locked down? I guess. By who? I don't know anyone in Kansas State that should be able to lock him down. Uh, Jerron McPherson, maybe? I don't even know who plays for Kansas State. Neither do I, my friend. Neither do I. But seeing as McPherson, you know, had it. eight total tackles, maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't know. This game was very non-Big 12-y. You know, 20-18. The only reason that yeah. it ends up 2018 is because Kansas State misses the two-point converse, two conversation. Two-point ah, conversion. Nice <laughs> and, uh, nice yeah, thank you. And then uh, Howard was playing quarterback, and not well. Not well. No. Running the ball, though, he goes uh, 14 touches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. So that's good. Sure. My, I mean, my boy Deuce Vaughn didn't do much either, so there's that. No. He did have one play I remember watching him. Like, there he goes. That That's the Vaughn that we know. It was uh, right. just a little dump-off pass, and he just, you know. Disappears in between the tall trees because he's so small. <laughs> little deuce. Yeah, little deuce. Little deuce coop. We don't need to talk about that game anymore. Um, no, I'm good. I'm starting to fall asleep, so. Yeah, okay, State, man. Just, you know, they're probably going to win the Big 12, and that just shows that the Big 12 is not that great this year. Not that great. This game, though, Arizona State-USC was a really good game. I caught a decent part of this game. Did you catch any of it? USC-Arizona State? Mm -hmm. No. No? No, uh, it looked really close, though. It was. It was. Um, My biggest takeaway just on the game, not talking about individual players, but it was a tale of two halves. It was Arizona State coming out early, playing really good defense, putting up some points. USC had to come back in the second half, and it was all in the fourth quarter, too, 14 points. So they were down 17-14 going into halftime. Then they were down 21-14. I'm sorry, 24 14 going into the fourth and that's when USC started putting it together 55 attempts for Slovis that's insane that's not good that is not a recipe to victory no no he's not at all do you think he'll ever be anything I mean I didn't really I would need to watch more I haven't really I didn't catch this game so right I, wa- I remember watching him last year, and I was thinking, meh, people like to talk about him, but... Right. 
I think the star of this game was um, Amon Ra St. Brown. And it's a guy that we've already talked about in the past. It's a guy that if uh, you know anything about the um, draft, that's a receiver to keep your eyes on. He hauls in seven catches this game for 100 yards. No touchdowns, but, I mean, he was targeted. How many times? I just scrolled off it. He was targeted 13 times. Silly. Yeesh. So what, like a fifth of the targets? Yeah, right. <laughs> a fifth of the fifth of the attempts for um, Slovis. So that's um Aquinius's brother. Yes. Yeah. So Aquinius St. Brown. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give you. Uh, so that's the best player of the game on either side of the ball, but um, probably should mention the running backs and um, for USC. Um, they had a good day on the ground, and that's really what was helping them that first half was longer drives. So, How did Reggie Bush look? Huh, Reggie Bush. <laughs> Come on, Bleacher Report, you're letting me down. That froze. Uh, are USC uh, running backs? Uh, I was trying to pull up the Sun Devils running backs. Okay. It's not letting me. Yeah, sometimes Bleacher Report be, like, tripping out. Like, you can't mm. click on certain players. Yeah. I think it's because they're not popular enough. But I so. if I could click on Jet Toner... I should be able to click on a Pac-12 running back. I think Bleacher Report wants everyone to see that haircut. What's going on there? Yeah, right. Can you blame them? No, I cannot. Uh, okay. Well, either I'll just give you the last names. Um, Trayanemon. Oh, my goodness. I cannot say that. Trayanem? Trayanem? Trayanem. T-R-A-I-N-E-M. Trayanem. Uh, 12 attempts, 84 yards, and then his uh, running back teammate, Roddy 12 White. attempts, 76 yards. <laughs> Roddy White, for sure. 12 attempts, 76 yards, uh, 6.3 average. And then uh, Daniels led the team in rushing with 111, the quarterback, Jaden Daniels. He actually, he's pretty fun. I might watch more ASU just to watch him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about in our Pac-12 preview. These were going to be the the two quarterbacks in the Pac-12 to really watch. Yep. So after we spent a decent amount of time saying Pac-12 is not fun, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, do you have anyone else you want to talk about? Oh, you want to talk uh, about Oregon Stanford? I mean, we don't have to. But... No, we can. Um, I mean, Tyler Shaw. Shaw, want to talk about him? Mm-hmm. Quarterback for Oregon. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about someone better. Let's talk about C.J. Verdell, the junior running back for the Ducks. 5'10", yeah. 210, 20 carries, 105 yards, one touchdown, two catches through the air, 30 yards. Um, Yeah, guys, I think this is going to be the name to watch on offense for right now. I mean, especially with uh, – Nice school mm-hmm. not playing. Um, yeah, CJ Verdell, R- really talented running back, shifty guy, but yet can be a thumper. Yeah, so definitely has says. the ideal size. So yep. keep Absolutely. an eye on him throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tyler Show, decent day passing, but good lord, some of those runs he can do. Yeah. Nasty. His touchdown run was he spun away from pressure and like juked this dude like a, like he was a running back. It was filthy. And guys, he's not a small quarterback either. He's six five, two twenty. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he was running pretty good for his size. So keep that in mind too. Yep, yep, yep. And Stanford is bad. So is Jet Toner. 
I want. I was Austin excited. Jones looked okay. Sure, sure. Sophomore running back, 5'10", 201, 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Two catches through the air, 22 yards. Oh, uh, since we're talking about uh, Equinemius St. Brown and his brother, uh, Michael Michael Pittman's brother, Micah Pittman, plays for the Ducks. Okay. In case anybody was wondering. Interesting. Yes. Good to know. Okay. Those are the big headlines. Um, let's just breeze through a few scores real quick. Um, Michigan lost to Indiana for the first time since, like, the 80s. So I guess that's something I have to talk about. Uh, no, I think you should talk about Michigan. Fix Michigan. Fix them? Yeah. Yeah, get someone that's not boring and and completely lethargic on the sidelines. Jim Jim Harbaugh is not Jim Harbaugh. He's somebody took his nuts. That dude's got no balls. Dang. I'm serious. He used to be known as that guy that was the psycho on the sidelines. He's not that anymore. If you watch him, dude, it, he's I don't know what happened. He needs to get fiery. Can we that, talk about Quitty Pay's headshot real quick? Sorry to cut you off. No, it's fine. That's actually a Go good Go and segue. click on Quitty Pay's headshot. Mm-hmm. Do you see it? I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Okay, there he is. Quitty Pay, defensive end for Michigan. Look at his picture. Why isn't it loading? Here he comes. He's a senior. He's 6'4". Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man is terrifying looking. He seems like a character. <laughs> so... Yeah, like I said, that's a great segue because that's the only thing on Michigan I want to talk about, and he is getting all sorts of love here um, as we head closer and closer to draft time. Yes, he is. Yeah, my boy, your boy, our good friend Jordan Reed over there at Draft Network is full-on pay hive. He is thumping every Max Owens day. as well. Yeah. Well, he's got 23 pressures in three games. Mm-hmm. I guess the, the next yeah, closest guy some is... video that, game numbers. Yeah. The, the next closest guy is... Um, who's our boy from Texas? He's getting some love. I always forget names when I want to remember them. <laughs> Same. Uh, but anyways, hey, what's he, up with your boy, uh, Ronnie Bell? He seems to be putting up numbers. How's he? He is uh, a nice complimentary player. He is not a true X, in my opinion. Okay. He is a poor man's Robert Woods, in my opinion. He's six, Bro, six foot. The law firm for Indiana had were, 31 targets. Dude, they were awesome. They were awesome. Dang. Yeah. That... Fillier, Wop Fillier had twenty one targets, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Michigan's cornerbacks are trash. Like, sounds like it. incredibly, horrifically trash. I was wondering what this Brad Hawkins guy had thirteen tackles because <laughs> he's covering this dude that had twenty one targets. Oh my lord! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay, Michigan well, we, in we we can stop talking about this game because it's making you visibly sick. Yeah, I can see on the Zoom call, so it's rough. And now we get Wisconsin. I hope it gets canceled. <laughs> Thank God for COVID. How depressing! Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, I take that back. I shouldn't say those things. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. But we forgive you. In a way, you know what I mean. In a way, it's like you know. Ooh, thank God. Okay. How do we want to wrap this up, Ryan? How about some top five positional rankings? Okay. For the skill position, guys. Yep. All right. Let's power rank quarterbacks real quick. We already started doing that. So we gave you one, two, and three. Who are those, Ryan? Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Mr. Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And Zach Wilson. Yep. I think we can say Trey Lance is four. People love talking about Or do you want to say Trask? No, 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 no. I'm 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 fine with trusting people that have watched these quarterbacks more than I. So 
Yes. All right, and then Trask five. Yeah, I would think so. Ooh, and would you slide Mac Jones in at six? I know that we're only doing five, but would you slide Mac Jones in there at six? Um, he's gonna take a little bit of a a bump for me, and it's not his fault because he plays with such incredible talent. I think Kyle Trask has shown that he does a little bit more with a little bit less. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. You want to move to running backs or receivers or tight ends? I would love to talk wideouts right now. Okay. I think we both have the same number one. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. Yep. Okay. Probably same number two. I think I would go uh, Waddle. Yep. Here's where it's going to get interesting. I kind of want to say Devonta Smith, but I kind of like Rashad Bateman. I like Chris Olave too. You got to take a stand. Who you got? Give me Devonta Smith. I'm doing it. Okay. I am actually going to take Alave there at three. You okay. love, I love me some Ohio State wide receivers. You know that. Right. And then I think I'll go Bateman at four. Okay. And now that's where I'll drop Devonta Smith. And then Sage Sturrott at five. Okay. And I will counter with Tylen Wallace. Okay. That's fun. We have some diversity there. I like that. But really, when we're talking, probably, when we when we expand this to the 10 range, we'll, you will see that the, the 5 to 10 stack closer than yes. 1 to 4 do, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you want to do running backs? Let's do it. Okay. This will be interesting. I think ETN's got to be one. Okay, I am with you. I think we go we go a little against the green there, I think. A little. A lot of people have Najee. People love Najee, man. I don't hate him. It's just... Yeah. No, I mean, he's definitely two mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, oh, no, he is. So we're locked. The running backs are a lot are, are kind of tough after that. Yeah. Um, I think I'll go Chuba Hubbard, though. I like Chuba Hubbard a lot. Yeah. I will not. I'll put Zamir White there. And okay. it's only because what Zamir does, they're, they're so reliant on the running game that I think it's more impressive how he can carry the yards per carry at a higher rate with having no compliment at the passing, you know, the passing attack, whereas Chuba, uh, you know, they they have a good passing attack most games. So, okay, so where are we at then? What 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 four. number are we we're at? at? We're at four. So we got Etienne, Najee Harris. Um, you said Chuba. I'm blanking out here. Chuba, and now we're at four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it bad? I want to say Jarrett Patterson just because. No. I want to say Jarrett Patterson. No, they're playing right now, as we're speaking. Okay. Give me Jarrett Patterson, man. Sure. He's, he's so good. He's he so is. good. He is. He is. He is. I was talking to uh, our friend Rick Zangi at work today. You know Rick. Yep. And I was like, dude, you beat tonight? And he was like, oh, I know. And I was like, gotta watch him. And he's like, Jarrett Patterson? I'm like, dude, you're so locked in. (laughs) I'm like, he's so good at those, the two things above all else that are so important. Contact balance and vision. And then you add in the patience and the power, the breakaway speed, and the agility, and just, man. And all wrapped up in like a, a five foot ten package. Yeah. Yep. So 
after seeing all that at four, I have Keelan Hill. <laughs> after seeing all that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I'll just say it's Patterson's five for me. Patterson's five. So who do you have at running back five? I'm going to go off the beaten path here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't played well as of late, really. I mean, he did have a good game last week, but I liked him a lot before his injury last year, and I like Trey Sermon a lot. Okay. I like Trey Sermon a lot. Um, I like his size, man. He's a big body, but he can he, he moves a lot smaller than he actually is, man. And uh, he's shifty. He runs with power. And I, I just – I really like Trey Sermon, the injury – really screwed him last year but it's going to be tough for him to really produce this year with a guy like justin fields at quarterback you know what i mean especially with him showcasing all that spectacular beautiful arm talent that he has right but i like trey sermon a lot okay okay and like i said i have jared patterson so we'll do tight ends and then we'll wrap this up um kyle pitts one Never heard of him. Nope, me either. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts one. Okay, and uh, I agree. Uh, I think I'll go Pat Frymouth two. I agree. Brevin Jordan three. I agree. And here's where it gets dicey. But I'm gonna go with our boy Charlie Kolar, Iowa State. Another do it all kind of guy. Yeah. Blocking, receiving. In the slot, off the line, out wide, he can do it. And then after that, I got no clue, my friend. I have that's that slot is that slot is is is, is vacant, my friend. Well, uh, that's one. So I I also go Charlie Kohler. So our friends over there at Draft Network have Hunter Long from Boston College at four for them. Um. Give me Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin, man. They just, you know, it's just one of those schools that you see. And the other thing, too, I was trying to, I was going on the list and like, where's the Notre Dame tight ends? Oh, that's right. He's a freshman. He was awesome in that game, too. We didn't mention him. Yeah. 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 He's a freshman. Um, Matt Miller has, Matt Miller has, has uh, Noah Gray from Duke as his number five tight end. So, okay. Is he like a roof tight end? Sure. I don't know. Matt Miller's smart, so he knows his stuff. So, sounds six, good to four, me. Six four two thirty five, good size. Former basketball player for Noah Gray. Shocked. Yeah. Oh, he should be number one then. Former basketball players are always really good at tight end. They're all former basketball players, and they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> you hacked the code. Stupid. He believe he played high school basketball. Yeah, of course he did. Dude, six five. I played YMCA basketball in fifth grade. I'm going to go try out. There you go. All right. So, um, we, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, We haven't done that yet. Um, looking forward to Friday's show, bringing the preview of week 11. Man, week 11 already. Can you believe it? I, it's hard to. It's weird. Look at us. Normally, you know, week 11, week 12, week 13, and then everything settles down. Right, and then you just have the playoff teams. But now, with all the late starts, we're going to be, like, looking at week 15. Like, we're going to have a week 15 in college football. It's kind of cool. So, first things. Subscribe. I was going to say, wear a mask. First things first. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and subscribe, like Ryan said. After you do all those things, don't touch your phone with dirty hands, you freaks. Because you put your phone right next to your face when you're on the when you're when you're on the phone. You put your you put your phone like that, and it and and then the germs go up your nose when you breathe it in your mouth. You 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 slobs. This is science. Ryan is spitting science you, right now. You, you guys aren't slobs, but just wash your hands, you slobs. Mm-hmm. Wash them. I wash do. your paws, people. Yep. Wash those paws. And after you do that, subscribe to us, man. Show, show us some love. Show some love to that subscribe button. Uh, leave us a review. Like I, like we always say, talk shit. Or talk beep. Bleep that out, Matt, if you're listening. 
or be nice to us. We don't care. Say something, people. Say something. We love the feedback. Um, but yes, share with everybody. Thank you. That's yes, my PSA. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I saw numbers from. I didn't uh, send you a picture of it, Ryan. But last month, we hit twenty three hundred downloads. Boom, people. Yeah. So thank so you. Next next month, yes, we very we very much appreciate you. But I'm just saying, I'm coming for your heads next month if we don't have twenty three hundred reviews. It's on, that's on you guys. Okay. Yeah. I looked over at our friends Ooh. at uh, Two Point Conversations reviews real quick, and if it helps you make like feel better, Ryan, they've only got twenty three. They're all great reviews, but they only right. have twenty three. And we want more than that. How about this? I will challenge you. Whoever leaves, whoever leaves a review. If you, if you get this far into the episode, just so we know you got this far, and you leave a review, put your Venmo in, and I'll send you two dollars. I like that. I will send you two dollars via Venmo if you leave a review, and Brian will triple that. Brian will triple that number. <laughs> so now I'm giving six if I'm doing math correctly. <laughs> Uh, this isn't great, but I just lost audio to Brian, so there's that. We're good at science. We're good at math. You don't hear anything. Hold on, Brian. Keep talking. I lost audio. I'm right we here. We can keep this going. I haven't got anywhere. We're wrapping we this up. What I am going to say right now, and Ryan doesn't need to hear this, but... I can't see you no more. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without... You can see my lips. It's fine. I'm still talking. I'm handling this. So... We did the crossover with <laughs> we did the crossover with our friends at the two point conversation and we started the losers club, right? And the first two people with teams were the Jets and the Falcons. So the Jets and the Falcons Oh, there we go. Okay, so I'm telling them <laughs> about the losers club, right? So the Jets and the Falcons were the first two teams. We did a three-round mock draft. This week, we're going to pick three new teams. It's three this week, Ryan. Three new teams to add to the Losers Club, and I'm going to put a Facebook post out, and I want you guys, you processors, to uh, help us figure out which three they should be. Now, obviously, there's some sort of order with the, the draft right now. And that's fine. But I, I I think that some people are, are smarter than just record-wise, right? What three teams really need help? What three teams need to be rebuilt and fast? So I'm going to make a post. Chime in. Help us figure this out. That will be coming later this week, part of the Friday episode on Two Point Conversation. We will be back Thursday night recording for you to drop your preview, like I said, for Friday. Anything else, Ryan? Um, did you are you still doing the triple Venmo? I'm, I, <laughs> that is what I, I lost, lost audio, you. guys. I I can't hear Ryan. I don't know what happened there. Uh, uh, are you so, serious? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My offer still stands, though. People, yeah. two cold hard dollars, cold Ooh. hard cash. There you go. From my depleted bank account could be yours. I love the dedication, right? And I love all my processors. I love college football. Thanks for tuning in once again. And until next time, keep on processing that process. Bills. Do you trust the process? Respect the process. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. You hear any good podcasts lately? Uh, just this one. Which one? Two Point Conversation. Two Point Conversation? What's that? Well, it's a football podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Matt Johnson hosts it with a plethora of 
co-host. He actually has a whole team. And they release an episode Monday through Friday, ranging from team statistics about NFL football. They talk about scores, rankings, fantasy picking. They do player analysis and a team breakdowns, I'm pretty sure, through past years as well. Did you say it's NFL football? NFL football. And every single day of the week. Monday through Friday. That is insane. He even drops special bonus episodes randomly, too. All right. I'm going to have to check this out. 